Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast. Real stories of women who went from feeling like they would never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that helps female entrepreneurs bust through self-doubt and fear so that they can have wildly profitable online businesses. I personally entered the online space insanely confident in my ability to coach women and have a thriving business. And yet when I couldn't sign a client to save my life, it was insanely frustrating. I speak to women every single day who have this experience, and I'm here to change the conversation so that you can step into your confidence and make more money doing work that you are here to do on this planet. Join us for season five, where you will hear 12 women's stories with creating their own thriving businesses and what it actually looks like behind the scenes to do so. We dive deep into topics you will not find in front-end marketing that will give you tips, tools, and a whole lot of permission to do life and business your own way, while also feeling less alone and growing your income and your impact. My name's Bonnie and I'm calling in from Byron Bay, Australia. I actually started my business journey in Bali and just moved back to Australia from there. And I was over there for about three years building a digital marketing agency and a coaching and consulting service, basically helping people with building their businesses online and creating marketing strategies through social media and mainly Instagram. So that's sort of my background. I've chopped and changed along the way, pivoted my business, done all sorts of things in alignment with what feels good for me and the direction that my business needs to take. I've built it now to have four employees and that was a remote agency. So that's across the world. I've got employees in Canada, Bali, Australia, and I love my team. It's a big part of what I do. What point or points do you feel like imposter syndrome has shown up in your business? Oh, it, it continues to. It has from the beginning and it does because as I work with my business, I, I move into different areas. I started it as an agency and it still is an agency, but I do coaching and consulting now as a sort of another part of the umbrella of what I do. But at first with the agency, I always thought that I had to have, you know, X amount of years working at agencies and work my way through that ladder, you know, of hierarchy in businesses, particularly the corporate. And when I decided to sort of, I moved to Bali and I decided to start my own business, I had to really separate from that and go, okay, actually I can do this. I don't have to have a certain amount of experience and have been, you know, an account manager and account director. I had one year agency experience and that's all I had. And I took what I knew and I sort of started my business and my business model based on that one year experience. But back in Australia, because I did this all in Bali, but back in Australia, it was kind of when I was there, it was like, I don't think I would have started it because I would have had that imposter syndrome for so long. I would have been like, no, no, I've got to wait five years. I've got to do this. I've got to do that before I can actually go out on my own and start my own digital marketing agency. But when I moved, I kind of, I had to break through that. I had to be like, you know what? I have these skills and I know what I'm good at. And I'm just going to take that and I'm going to meet people and see if it works. And fortunately enough, along my little journey, I've had the right opportunities sort of pop up at the right times. And I think that's that alignment as you move through. But when I would get there, I was kind of almost forced into a space. It's kind of when they, you know, you're chucked in the deep end. I was forced to sort of stand up and go, okay, what am I good at? And I know that I'm good at it. I'm good at digital marketing. How can I show this to these people. And I went and did that. I just, you know, jumped in there and was like, okay, what can I do? And then I started to build a name off that. 
And then that gave me confidence to essentially keep moving forward with that business and then go from freelance to agency and then and build a team. I'm still only 28 and I feel that in the scheme of business and things, that's still quite young. But I, I and in some minds, I'm like, can I be 28 and be owning a business at this level? I'm like, oh, you know, most people wait till they're 35, 40 or even older. But your experience comes from doing and from mm. being and essentially all the work and the skill set and getting out there and doing it. And I think that being thrown in the deep end, it is one of the best things that can actually happen to you to really push through that imposter syndrome and go, okay, well, I've got no choice but to really do it now. So, and then you break through that limiting belief and then all of a sudden you have that confidence in yourself to be like, okay, well, yeah, you know what? It's happening. It's happening around me right now and I've got the agency. So here we are, <laughs> you know, like no more imposter yeah. syndrome. But then, yeah, but then that's at that first level. But then again, it comes back, you know, even with that understanding. And when I started to sort of go down the path of coaching, consulting in social media marketing, I realized that I had no coaching experience. You know, I didn't do a course for that or anything. I just started meeting with friends and, and helping friends through their, you know, business challenges or their marketing challenges. And they were really thankful. And I thought, actually, I, I'm really lit up from this sort of work. And I love coaching and teaching people. And I'd never really been in that position before. And so I shifted, but then I thought, you know, can I really actually put myself out there as a service, as coaching people in this? Obviously that professionalism, but that skill set and then the experience that I had to bring into it. So a lot of that came from there. But at the beginning, I thought, you know, who am I to stand up and be, you know, a, a social media marketing coach or consultant when I, you know, haven't technically done a course or something to put me in that authority. But what I've now realized as I've done a lot of coaching and consulting is that I didn't need that course. It, it came from my experience and my knowledge and my skill set. And then obviously by doing the sessions, my teaching style and everything has advanced as well. So I think it's that art of doing to really push through that imposter syndrome. You just go and you do it and you have to go, okay, I'm going to give it a go. And then you smash that imposter syndrome. You go, well, I did it. And now here I am again. So for me, it constantly flares up. I'm, I'm working on online courses now. And now I'm kind of like, well, who am I to do an online course? And I'm going mm. through that sort of struggle again, but I know that I'm, I'm just doing it. I just go and do it. And then I push through it. And then I prove to myself that there was no need to be in that space in the first place. But I mean, it's a constant, it's a constant thing for people. I think you, and then you, you compare yourself as well to others around you and what they're doing. And you go, well, if they're in that space, who am I to be? a leader or a thought leader in this, in social media marketing, but really it's not, you can't do comparison. That's not healthy. It's not good for you. And you kind of just have to run your own race and really zone in on what your experience and your skill set is to really push past it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that because I think we have this idea sometimes and depending on like how much our fears are present, whether it's specific to just like imposter syndrome type things or just fear in general, we think that somehow we have to like get clear or get into this, I don't know, super inspired, confident place first, where I find, and it sounds like exactly what you're saying, I find the reverse is generally true. Like the clarity comes from action and the doing creates the confidence, right? Yeah. We think it's like, oh, but once I feel confident enough, then I will go do it. And I, I think there's something to be said, of course, for getting into the best possible energetic place you can. And I like 
coach and preach on that all yep. day long because I think it's so vital. But I also know that it's from that consistent action and that ability to step in there and trust ourselves in the process is what brings that. And then also lessens our fears, lessens our doubts, because then we're like, oh my gosh, I just did all these amazing things. Like, why was I believing my mind drama? Like, it doesn't have to be true. No, not at all. And I think that, yeah, that fear, I think that limiting beliefs that you have and the fear that can pop up, it, it always does. But I think having this business journey, it, it allows you to really work through those blocks that arise and you kind of go, well, why am I fearful of this? You know, putting myself out there, putting myself on screen, you know, for people to see me or, you know, putting myself out there as a certain person, as a, as a business owner or, you know, a coach or a consultant. I think it goes back to your why again too. And I think that's another reason that you sort of push through it. It's going, why am I doing this? You know, why, why am I actually putting myself in that position anyways that I have to feel maybe I've got a bit of imposter syndrome or I have to face that fear. And I think for me in my business, it always comes back to, you know, really wanting to help people. And that's such a big driving force for me. And obviously, like I said, making the money is, is a part of that, but it really is that driving force is helping people. And I go, that if I'm going to be of service to somebody else and show up and go, you know, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to help you through this, whatever it is, marketing or, you know, life advice or anything like that, then it's, I'm willing to be there for that person. And then that's kind of a way to get through it too. And I go, well, I can't be fickle. Some of us have, we have to stand up and be courageous in, in the face of that. So yeah, for me, I, I think always reverting back to your why to help you through it as well is a big part of, you know, pushing through imposter syndrome. Well, and for me, I don't know if you relate to this, but I, I think I also reached a point where you can easily go down the rabbit hole of comparison, imposter, but you look at people and if you see it through the lens of like, oh my gosh, look at what they're doing. And then to me, I, I mean, it's kind of like judgy, but not really. I got to a place where I was like, well, certainly if these people are doing this and having this kind of impact and business, I can do this too. And I used it as inspiration versus like, there's something wrong with me. They know something I don't know. It's just like, no, they're so willing to put themselves out there. And if they can do it, so can I. Oh yes, definitely. I think like that's one of those expanding moments, you know, you follow people and you see that and I, I'm exactly the same. I'm always looking at people within my industry, you know, that are doing certain things or I, I stumble across somebody else's sort of profile or somebody I know or somebody else in business. And I go, wow, that's really cool. That's, that is really inspiring. And I'm, yeah, exactly the same. I'm like, if they can do it, then I can do it too. You know, what, what sets us apart? You know, we both started here and we're moving through it. Obviously everyone has their own blocks and things that arise, but I think again, that's part of your journey and breaking down those blocks. Things will, you know, your lessons will come to you in, in different ways, but definitely I think, not looking at people and going, oh, you know what? They have all of this and they've done all that. How can I possibly do that? My mindset, I've really trained to not be there now. It's yeah. more that I'm like, that's so cool that they're doing that. I want to be a part of that. You know, I want to, I want to expand my business or, you know, if they've done it, I've got to find the route to do it too. But obviously in your own way and through your own experience, it will look a little bit different at the end. But those, I call them expanders, but the people mm. that sort of, yeah, they expand you into this whole world of living and, and the way that they do business or even the way that they live life. It doesn't even have to be in business. It can be in any area of your life with expanders. And then you, you kind of understand you're like, well, you know what? We're all human beings. We all have this, you know, we're in that space. 
if they're doing it, I can do it too. And I think once you start to change your mindset and see it that way and don't pull yourself down, but you lift yourself up, then naturally the right opportunities and things will make their way through to you. I feel like that's definitely happened for me on my journey. hundred <laughs> percent. And I love how you said that. Cause I, I fully believe it's like training our minds, just like we train anything else. Right. It's just, yeah. if you're not in that empowered place right now, it's totally fine. Like, yeah. but you can train your brain for that. Yeah, definitely. And it, it takes a lot of work, of course, yeah. you know, it's not, again, that's not an overnight thing. I mean, for years, you know, it's, I mean, pretty much my whole life, but particularly on this business journey in the last couple of years, it's just really understanding, you know, my thought processes around things. And, you know, if something comes up and I am fearful or I'm, you know, looking at someone and going, oh, I want what they have. And like, why isn't my business doing as good as their business? then I find it actually, it does have quite a negative effect on the flow of things in my life. And it's happened to me time and time again. I mean, I've looked at people in the past and I've gone, I wish I could, you know, why is their business growing faster than my business? And I put this internal pressure. It's not from anybody else. It's from myself to sort of achieve these crazy goals because I'm trying to keep up with somebody else. But everyone's experience is so different. So you can't possibly compare. Obviously, you can, if you put it in the right light and you go, well, that's amazing for them that should inspire me rather than bring me down. But it's being very mindful of that sort of slippery slope between going one way or the other. But over time, I've kind of really learned now, I'm like, okay, why did that trigger me if it did? And I see Mm -hmm. this business as, you know, it's, I feel like I have to compete with it. I have to keep up with it. I'm like, is that driving me in a positive way? Is it driving me in a negative way? And if it's driving me in a negative way, then it's obviously going to stop that state of flow and the natural flow of things and opportunities arising. So I have to really check in always and go, if I feel unsettled with it, where's that coming from? Is that a block within me? You know, is that coming from me not feeling like I'm good enough? Is it those internal pressures? But it's just always checking in and being mindful of those things. I'm in that space now, but I wasn't always in that space through this business journey. There was definitely been times where I burnt myself out purely because I was trying to keep up with other people's businesses in that essentially started at the same time as me. And it was crazy. They were doing amazing things, but I just, it's, it doesn't, it's not fun. You know, you take your fun out of it when you start stressing with it. And I think for me in this journey now, I'm like, I should always be in a state of fun and feeling good with it. And that's when the magic happens. Yeah. It pops up, you know, all the time and it's just being mindful of switching it. Like you said, but I agree. It's like when we're having fun, when we're in a state of flow and not putting the pressure on, like things can switch and flip so fast. And then we also get to enjoy the work we're doing, you know, which is why oh we all started gosh. businesses in the first place. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think that's a big one because I've pushed myself at times and it, it seriously all comes from internal pressure. It's generally not from anybody, you know, clients or people. It's literally myself being like, I have to be this, 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 and this. And I'll push and I do go into states where I push so hard, but then I realize I've stopped surfing or I've stopped doing my, stopped doing my passions and, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's not fun anymore. And I'm like, wow, this is actually really hard. And I'm working, for some reason, I'm working 12 hour days, which is not the whole reason I started the business. The business was supposed to be a part of this lifestyle that I wanted to create and obviously to help people and all those other elements. But I was like, I've got to be always in check because it can slip very quickly. And then yeah. when you sort of bring it back and I go, okay, hang on no, I'm only going to work four hours a day or I take that pressure off. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, for me, I know my, you know, my deadlines and things, but I have to be careful of that internal pressure because it really builds up quite quick. But 
once I go back into that flow state and having fun again and prioritizing me and, you know, my self-care and my morning rituals and things, I could do a lot less work and get more done in that time because of the opportunities and the way that things flow. It's really interesting the way that I've seen that happen too in my journey that I'm like, when I'm working really hard and pushing myself to the point of burnout, things stop flowing. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. The business isn't growing all this, that, you know, I'm not reaching my goals, but then I scale it back and I start doing more of what I love and, and, you know, have fun with it. Then it just, it's like, it's just, it flows easily and it doesn't, kind of got that magic touch to it so for me now I'm like okay if things are starting to feel blocked I'm like okay stop what what what's happening here how can we bring it back because honestly it can happen within a day you know that that out of alignment and out of that flow so it's just being really in tune with yourself through the business journey I guess and I think for me I do a lot of things intuitively and business very much so so I always have to feel you know I'm like does this feel good Am I feeling good in my work? Am I feeling inspired? And if I'm not, then I've got issues there. You know, I need to I need to stop and write and look at that and go, if it's not making me feel good, then I'm going to be out of flow and this isn't going to help progress my business in the way that I want it to. Absolutely. I think it's yeah. so important. So important. <laughs> so my name is Arna, Arna Van Gogh. I'm half Dutch, half Taiwanese. I've lived all around the world My passion is travel and also exploring and learning more about myself. That's one of the reasons why I became a coach. And my love for technology has also given me the uh, added bonus of being an automations coach. So what I do is I help entrepreneurs grow their businesses through strategies and also through technology because you'd be surprised how much amazing stuff is out there. Yay, I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thanks. We do. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So talk to us about how, or if it continues to, because I think a lot of these topics continue to show up for a lot of us, which I also want to give voice to, but can you talk to us about how imposter syndrome has showed up in your business? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's human nature to compare. It's human nature to like, oh, am I, am I doing well enough? She looks like she's doing so well, you know, and you speak so eloquently, Carrie, as well. And, and I love that about you, how, how honest you are. Like, those posts are triggering. Like, you know, um, I, have, I have a lot of business coaches. Like, I used to work for Intel. I used to work for eBay. And you're like, well, I used to be a secretary. <laughs> and you're like, you know, where does that bring me? And And I think we often forget and downplay our achievements because as women, especially, we are forced to downplay our achievements. So it's been, it's been a real battle with most of myself and my self love Mm. that imposter syndrome comes up. And I feel like, especially in the last year, it's been very intense for me in the realm of self love. And so imposter syndrome becomes less and less of an issue because I stand proud and tall in what I have experienced and what I do in my life. And I, I don't even look anymore. I don't flinch when people tell me like, oh, I used to do this. It's like, yeah, well, uh, great for you, but I have great client results. You know, I just came off of a Tony event, so I'll probably be quoting him all day. Uh, but you know, <laughs> he says, uh, you, have a, you get a PhD in results. You don't need a PhD in anything else. And, and, and so go get the results, you know, do what it takes to get the results. That's really powerful. And that's what I mean, I constantly remind clients of, and I remind myself of online too, is like results are what people are after and people are thinking about themselves. And so when you're a service provider, how can you show up in that energy and that space to serve really well and help people get what they want? 
Yeah. I, and, you know, it's so important because I think we forget, like, when we're trying to market ourselves, we're trying to be like, look at me, look at me. I'm so amazing. I'm so perfect. Like, don't look at her, look at me. But really, you want to be saying, this is what I can do for you. Yep. Like, this is how I serve you. That is where so many different things come into play, right? Niching, your um, ICA, and all of these things are so important and actually play a huge part in avoiding imposter syndrome. Absolutely. So do you have any tips or tricks or things that you have used, like when you find yourself in those places or have in the past of kind of spiraling into that imposter syndrome of how you get yourself out of that? Yeah. So I have a list. It's a document. I I, I keep renaming the document. I think at the moment it's called why it's amazing to work with me. And I just list out a bunch of things. And I also list out my values and I, and I literally just say it out loud. You know, I, I read it out loud. I jump up and down. I play some music and I really kind of build it into my physiology uh, mm-hmm. because it's important. And, you know, last month, June was a bit of a tough month for me. Like personally, I felt like imposter syndrome literally just like was a tsunami and it just hit me. Mm-hmm. And it was very hard to come out of that. So, you know, instead of kind of going business and going so masculine, I decided to just write a list of things I love about myself, period. Like, Mm. I care. I will do anything for the people I love. I'm a great cook. I'm kind of funny sometimes. (laughs) Um, And and so I get a little bit playful with just my personality alone because as soon as I start accepting and loving myself first, then the other stuff comes a lot easier. Because if you love the fact that, you know, you get to eat a brownie every day and you don't have a six-pack, then it's much easier to be like, yeah, and therefore, you know, I don't need to have Wall Street on my CV to prove that I'm a good business coach. And, and so those, those associations become a lot easier. And it's so easy to get caught in that trap. Like I've totally been there of you're chasing a big goal or you're wanting to do something. And then it's like, wait, am I actually enjoying this process? And if I haven't slowed down enough today to really like relish in all that I've already created, even if it's not where I want to be and that's okay. Like, but we, we build businesses for a reason. And if we're not enjoying them, we might as well just go back to corporate or whatever we were doing before, you know, because this is something that we're passionate about. So we might as well enjoy the process of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, um, so many people have this thing like, oh, I I need to have a 10K month to be successful. And one of my clients, I think it was about six, six months ago, she's like, I don't really want a 10K month. I was like, okay, well, at the prices you're currently charging, you have to work 40 hours a week. And that's just one-to-one clients. That's not selling or marketing. She's like, oh, maybe I don't want a 10K month. I'm like, yeah. um, (laughs) Or let's figure out a strategy where you don't have to work 40 hours to get 10K. So, you know, just looking at things a little bit differently and, you know, don't be afraid again to play with the process. Like, Mm -hmm. how does this work? You know, maybe I want to try a group program. Maybe I don't want to try a group. Maybe it's an online course. Don't be afraid to experiment because when you experiment and you take those risks, you actually see so much work because you learn so much along the way. There's no such thing as failure when you're taking risks. Well, and I love that because I find particularly in myself or even sometimes how I, um, can coach clients out of like sticky places is really that playful energy of like when we can be playful with things versus um, judging ourselves or taking it so seriously. It's like that different energy can shift things so fast. Oh, 
it's all about the energy. And, you know, um, I remember when I first started out, I would kind of scoff at the, the big wigs, if you will, because they're like, yeah, my morning routine takes three and a half hours. I'm like, who has time for three and a half hour morning routine? <laughs> and like, and I have come to realize because they love themselves enough to do it because mm. they enjoy that process. And so if it takes them three and a half hours a day, to get five hours of super productive work, they will do it. Mm. Whereas me, I'm sat here with my 10 minute meditation app, right? Going, Ooh, this sucks. And I don't have any productive hours in a day. Who's winning, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's such a big difference. And so I think it's really important just to allow yourself to actually have that space. I think oftentimes you're like, work, 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 work. It's like, no, take a break, stop. And don't go on social media. Like the only time I go on social media now is when I'm doing engagement or when I'm like adding value or when I'm talking to people and having genuine conversations. I try not to scroll very much anymore. So that has also really helped, to be honest. Um, yeah. Just not, not getting into that game, just refusing to participate in the, in the game. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of the Facebook Eradicator um, extension on Chrome. But I introduced a client or two to it recently. And one of my clients was like, oh my gosh, this has changed my life. And I was like, yeah. So it basically, it's just a tool, but it eliminates your feed. So you have to intentionally go look at people's posts or into groups. So when you open Facebook, there's nothing. It gives you like a positive quote for the day is what it gives you. And that's it. Um, I'm totally going to try that. (laughs) So game changer, honestly, I mean, I still find myself sometimes like, cause I'll live stream from my phone or places and then the feed's still there. But, um, in terms of your computer, it's like such a good hack. Yeah. And especially because we're entrepreneurs, we're on our computers all the time. Like I think I spend more time on Facebook on my computer than I do on my phone. And I've done, again, I've done that intentionally. Like I don't want that my, my work to follow me, like literally everywhere I go. Like I, I went away for the weekend last weekend and I didn't want to check Facebook for work. And so what I did instead, <laughs> I downloaded TikTok. Nice. <laughs> and it's so much fun and it's cute. And so like, if I have a couple of minutes, I'm like, I don't want to work right now. Like, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for my, my uh, water to boil for my coffee or whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to go on TikTok and sing along to Hamilton songs. Like, it's great. Yeah. So good. And just like different energy again there, right? Like, cause yeah. that's the biggest thing that is within our control. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I think that takes a process as well. So wherever you are on that path, it's okay. Trust the process and just mm-hmm. like turn that frown upside down and it'll all get better. <laughs> I love that because that is true. I think sometimes we get so caught up on like, oh my gosh, my journey doesn't look like her journey. And it's like, how can we back to what you said before, which I think is so powerful is accepting exactly where we are. Like that is the path and the hack, you know, it's that like cliche saying, but I mean, I use it all the time. It's like, I love and accept myself. I love and accept myself. And as we can lean into that, like all the other stuff fades away because we're present. Mm, Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that being present. Can you tell everyone your full name? Christine Gold. I am a spiritual medium, intuitive energy coach, and old soul healer, also known as empath, which many of us are like, yeah, that's me. So I was a corporate burnout. Um, Gosh, I had anxiety, depression, 
was basically on that proverbial treadmill and made the big leap of faith three years ago. Talk to us about how imposter syndrome has shown up or maybe continues to show up in your business. Oh, gosh. You know what? I honestly think it started as a child, just Mm -hmm. always feeling because I was highly intuitive, but I didn't know what that was. So I always felt like I was the outsider. Mm -hmm. I always felt like I was the black sheep. I was told to be quiet. Don't make too much noise. Oh, you know, your feelings are not valid. So really, it started at a young age. That was an imprint for me. So my whole life, even in my business, I, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh, gosh, I want to be like that person. I want to be like that person or, ooh, I like what she's doing. I'm going to try and and do what she's doing. And I mean, I, I learned a ton. Really, it's it's about being authentic. If you find yourself getting pulled, then you have to go back and, and sit with yourself and go, where's this coming from? Is this me? Or is this that imposter stuff that's saying, hey, you're not good enough. You should do what they're doing. You need to make more money. You need to have more programs. It was always more, more, and more. And I'm finding, especially in 2020, and especially after March of 2020, I'm finding the need to pull back even more and strip things away because that's where you're going to find where your authenticity lies. And it's all about cultivating that. So letting go of what people think. Mm, it's so true and such a struggle for so many empathetic females in particular. Yes, it is because it comes back to the core of worthiness, mm. which can be tied back to shame and guilt and fear and people pleasing. Yeah, That's a big one. That's absolutely a huge one. You know, we we just fear letting people down or not being able to take care of people because that's in our nature of wanting to be able to do that. And I love that you you tie it back to worthiness because that's generally what most of this stuff is, you know, showing up in different forms. But it's how can we really lean in and trust our inherent worthiness? Because that's not ever, ever open for debate, but everything the world teaches us is that it is. Especially in, in now that we're all online, it is in our faces 24-7. So I, I know that a lot of my clients are feeling, you know, triggered or they're fearing, feeling powerlessness, that they have no power. Everything is just speeding up, basically. Timelines are shifting, energies moving. A lot of people are deciding, they're really looking at what do they want to do? Who are they? Who are you? And they're really finding out that all the stuff that they, well, maybe know, like, and trust has all been false. Mm. There's been a lot of lies. And that's where that imposter syndrome comes in, too. So, I mean, this is a beautiful thing that we're talking about that they're realizing um, those titles, those certifications, that ego stuff that we were all uh, led astray. And now we're having to start from square one, which is a beautiful place because that's where you can build the best foundation. Yeah, it's so true. And it's looking at like who you are at your core, right? Without all of those things. And 
I, I always talk about your desires being there on purpose. And it's really that unlearning process for most of us because we have those deep desires that I would say majority of people can access. Whether or not they're willing to own them or not is a different story because fears and doubts and all those things surface when we really you know, own who we are or what we desire. But we're just so led to believe that they're not safe and that it's not possible. And who am I to want this, right? And that's where all the imposter stuff comes from. Yes. And we are truly unlimited. It's like healing. It's like gold. It's, we're all chemists. We are the creators of our own energy as well as the creators of our dreams, our desires, our spirit. And cultivate that creativity because that's where you're going to find a lot of inspiration. And mm. yeah, being, you know, inspired and living in your creativity is probably the biggest gift you can give to yourself. Whether that's dancing, painting, singing, rolling down a hill, blowing bubbles, tapping into your inner child, it's cultivating more play too, fun, laughter. I love that you just said the word play. That's exactly what I was thinking as you started talking. <laughs> because you know, what I know to be true, the more that I see what is possible for us is how can we cultivate that childlike sense within ourselves? Because that is the place where we believe anything's possible. We play, we have fun, right? It's that childlike sense. It's all the ways that the world has taught us to be different than that. And yet, children live in this like unlimited way they believe in possibilities and they have fun and they play and they tap into this energy within themselves that then adults really have been conditioned to do the opposite of right and yet coming back yes. to that is so powerful yeah like looking through a child's eyes and when i take my clients through any type of meditation or mentorship course. It's all about cultivating play. And I always say, you know, what did you want to be before you were told that you couldn't be it? Yeah. And they really, they look and they're like, oh, well, I wanted to be a lot of things. And I'm like, and who told you you couldn't? Mm. Where did you learn that? So we go back, we dig, we, we go back. And then I invite them to write a letter to their inner child, to themselves, because you have to heal that part, that disconnection. It's like giving yourself a biggest hug and saying, I'm here, sweetie. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to do this together. Yeah, exactly that. And that's so powerful. And I'm so grateful to hear that that's work you do in the world because it's so important and necessary right? Because if we're not looking at those wounded places, it's going to continue to resurface. Absolutely. And it's usually the inner critic because somewhere you have that dialogue, you can track it and it comes from fear and it says, we're going to get hurt, but so I'll stay safe and play small. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, journaling, meditating, self-care, cultivating the play, and you usually got labeled the pot stirrer. I know I was, or the warrior, the one that's always fighting. So, and it could have come from a teacher, a parent, a friend that said, oh, that's not good, or that's terrible, or 
you're not pretty enough, whatever it was. Yeah. And I find most people, I, I'd be curious to know if you find the same, like can almost pinpoint a very specific person memory, you know, like they can tell you. Yes. And it, and it's going back there and then it's doing that forgiveness work around that and looking at it because almost everyone, once you get into that type of work can say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in the third grade when so-and-so said to me, blah, blah, blah. Definitely. And it's because we had so many layers, it's been buried deep until somebody comes along and lights it up. And it's not pretty. I mean, healing is not, oh, it's all butterfly and rainbows. It is absolutely not. And your inner critic is tied to your imposter syndrome because that's not the problem if you're in action. Discomfort is growth. And many of us don't want to go there. We're here for three things, unconditional love, forgiveness of self and others and healing. And that's it. Mm, That's beautiful. We have a lot of birthing pains too going on. And that's (laughs) just that that's what growth is. Every time you level up, as they say, I'm thinking a video game mode, but um, (laughs) it's the same idea. (laughs) Level up. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the set yourself free podcast. It is an honor to be in your ears each and every week. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And will you go ahead and do me a quick favor? Go over and leave us a review so that people can easily find this show. If you'd like to talk about the number one mindset shift you can make today in your business to make more money and impact, head on over to my website at setyourselffreellc.com and sign up for a free 30-minute call. Can't wait to chat with you so that you can have your own profitable online business. And thanks again for being here. We'll see you next week.